Somebody save me. Welcome to Smallville. Where we got meteor showers and meteor powers. I'm on the search for Chloe Sullivan and her wall of weird, man. She's at the torch working on her latest story of the Freak of the Week. Welcome back, friends and family, to an origin story of sorts. Lex and Clark? <laughs> Josh and Eddie are your hosts for this episode of the Back to the Basics show. We're talking Smallville. That's season one through ten, man. Before Superman, there was Clark Kent. And I'm excited to jump into this episode and tell you guys, like I said, an origin story of sorts. Oh, yeah. Do you think, do you think if Clark would have told Lex way back then, they would still be friends? <sighs> Might be a different type of universe out there, Ooh. man. So as we hold on to Smallville, Always. we're diving in to the conversation that's going to take flight. Oh, Smallville. Always in our hearts. Let's get back to the basics, friends. Welcome to Smallville, brother. Hey, man, I ain't never left. Where it all started. Where it all begins again, man. For me and you, definitely, our friendship began with this TV show. And I want to talk a little bit about that, man. Yeah, man. Uh, we started working together, and I remember, uh, I think I've said it before on the show, you know, it was kind of, hey, bro, what'd you do last night? Yeah. And we were driving, and you, you just said, I just... Binge watch Smallville. I mentioned my favorite TV show, man. And it was one of those moments, like in a movie, because I was driving. Yeah. <laughs> I just slowly looked over at you, like, what the hell did you just say? I've never, <laughs> only one other time when I was first introduced to Smallville, I've never heard anybody say anything about watching Smallville, man. No, uh, besides me and my brother, that, because that was kind of like our thing. Um, I had never really met anyone else who was like into Smallville. There was a lot of people that I personally got into Smallville. Yeah. Uh, friends, family, whatever. I sh would show them the show and be like, look, you like superheroes. Oh, you like that Marvel stuff? Check this out. Mm -hmm. This is the origins of Superman. You've got to watch this. And uh, they would get invested, right? But never, never had I had anybody that I mentioned Smallville to and be then be like, holy shit, me too. Like, no, that was Crazy. unheard of. Yeah. So I think when that happened, I think automatically it was like, did we just become best friends? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> it was a moment definitely where everything clicked and was just like, wow. Yeah, man. It's, it's crazy. And, and to bond over Smallville and to talk about Smallville. And definitely you have a lot more in your, in, oh, in your database. Man. You know a lot more about the show. Wait, wait, wait. You know all the actors' <laughs> names and everything. I only know the core base actors, you know. Uh, it was a good, like, ten... I mean, even now, dude, I'll go back and watch it and just be hooked. But, yeah, it was a good, like, ten years straight. As long as Smallville was on the air, I was watching it. Every week. Every Thursday. And then every Friday. 2001, right? And then on repeat. And then showing different people the show. So I watched a lot of Smallville, yeah. man. Um, some episodes I know by name. Some episode I just see a frame and I'm like, oh yeah, it's this one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, 2001, where it all started, Smallville. That's crazy. That seems so long. That's 20 
years ago. Oh my god, oh no. We're getting old. Yeah, I think, honestly, I think I probably came into Smallville at maybe like 2003, 2004. I think it was so I didn't watch it at season the beginning. three or four yeah. that was on air that I started. Yep. You know, once I got caught up on the DVDs, yeah. uh, I started uh, binge watching it every Thursday night with my brother, man. Yeah, and uh, I had to go back and start at the beginning and I was like, holy shit, this is so good. And at the very first episode, you get the collision between Clark and Lex. And I'm just like, oh. And it was just that first episode as a pilot episode is like one of the best pilots I've ever seen for yeah. a show, for yeah. a TV show. And uh, I remember we talked about the Superman and Lois show mm-hmm. and their first pilot, which is really damn good. Yeah. Um, but this first pilot episode of Smallville just has emotion. It has feeling. It has world building mm-hmm. for like future episodes and seasons. And it just seemed like they knew where they were going. They said, we're going to start here. And we have exponential amounts of uh, storyline and plot points. And uh, at the time, it was called Freak of the Week. They had characters, new characters that would come in and be superpower, yeah. super meta human. They're meta humans, basically, yeah. yeah. All infected by kryptonite, which yeah. is Clark Kent's uh, biggest weakness. And so it was kind of crazy on how, you know, Clark uh, crashes in Smallville, Kansas, and the kryptonite that followed him, that followed him with his ship ended up kind of becoming a thorn in his side. Obviously, not only that it's his weakness, but in Smallville, he had to keep fighting metahumans that were evolved from the kryptonite there poisoned or whatever it's all his fault man and, it, and, and he <laughs> has to clean it up yeah and it, that, that's just crazy and smallville is so much more than an origin story of superman yeah it is a foundation of the dc universe yeah and that's something that we were just talking about before the show is like this was the starting point for a lot of things in dc that are popular now or that are current way before the dceu bro Didn't nobody know about green arrow bro justin hartley made green arrow dude he put green arrow on the map and this show put green arrow out there and springboarded into the arrowverse until i can't i can't believe they call it the arrowverse yeah should we call it like the cw verse or something yeah but yeah man that that show holds no candlelight no light to smallville man and we're super biased, obviously. Yeah, obviously. But, but uh, Smallville was the starting point for it all, man. It yeah. introduced so many characters. Um, Chloe, Lana, Lex, Lionel, uh, Pa and Ma Kent. Freaking... I got to say, the, um, as far as I know, Chloe Sullivan is the only character that actually never existed in the comics. So she was so popular and such a good written character, they added her into, from the yeah. show into the comics. Yep, nutty. Allison Mack, baby. <laughs> we, we, we might get in. We might get into Allison a little later, but um, it's just so much, dude. I mean, from the Justice League, or I believe the Justice Society. Yeah, um, and they have that in the show too. To Doctor Fate and and every villain, every Superman villain you can think of had their day in this show they man. did their version of bizarro their own doomsday uh, zod was in multiple seasons multiple brainiac. iterations brainiac oh brainiac <sighs> they they have 
characters from the future, the Legion coming back and forth between time. Isn't Booster Gold in an episode? Booster Gold? <sighs> Dude, they, Smallville, they said, where's, like, how much can we run with this? And let's go. The mm-hmm. only person they couldn't include, two people, probably was Wonder Woman and Batman because of they didn't have the right copyright issues. But, was, they, but they mentioned them. I, 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 we were just talking about it, and I, I remember the episode where it starts off and some friends drinking at a bar, and he was like, I got to go. I got to get back to Gotham. I lost my mind. I remember specifically watching that with my brother live on CW, just like, did he just mention Gotham? They talk about Central City. I believe that's where the Flash is from, right? Yeah. And it's just, it's too much goodness. Live action version of the Flash, Aquaman, Green Arrow. It's Cyborg. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Watchtower. Watchtower. That was something that was really cool. Their adaptation, their iteration of Watchtower was pretty dope. And, And they had my girl Chloe leading it. So, I mean, if you had to choose... Oh, it's Chloe all day, bro. Well, <laughs> <laughs> fuck Lana. <laughs> I don't know. You, uh, there's lots of reasons to hate Lana, but not in the bro, first Bro, she married Lex Luthor. She sure did. Ah, kill Lana. I guess she didn't like that getting super banged uh, by Clark, huh? <laughs> Tree just shaking. <laughs> <laughs> Creating earthquakes in Smallville. Um, and you know that scene when uh, Chloe was in Metropolis and they were uh, she was drinking coffee. <laughs> she got jealous, bro. Oh. She knew exactly what was happening. It's so sad for my girl Chloe. I was like, I always just wanted them to be together. Absolutely, Clark and Chloe. Absolutely, Chloe and Clark, baby. Fuck then, Lois. Then, fuck Lana. And then Lois comes along and, and I mean, just swoops in. Man. Erica is such an amazing Lois. Yeah. Her charisma is just off the She scale. has that spunkiness. She does. She Smallville punches him and shit. Oh, every She's time perfect. She calls Clark Smallville. It just yeah. warms my heart. You put the Smallville in Smallville. But what Smallville? <laughs> what was what was it? What, what did you what would you What do you like better? Okay. The first few seasons or the first or the last few seasons, excuse Bro, me. Bro, that's hard. That's man. hard. That's man. hard because I am a big fan. Even after Lex Luthor leaves the show, Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of the arc of like Tess Mercer and Zod come in and the last like three seasons, eight, nine, and 10, especially season 10. It's like they went back to the basics themselves, man. They said, what did, what made Smallville so good? And they said, we're going to include that. In like every episode that we put out in season they, ten, they had was, to knock it out of the park. It wasn't no Game of Thrones so, season eight. No, season no. ten of Smallville is like everything that you want yeah. ends the way you think it would, and your ass still hasn't seen the end. And I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I don't want it to ever be over. Uh, it's never over as long as you hold on to Smallville. Well, that's true, man. And we do need to. That's something. I think we've watched what the first two, three episodes. Yeah, I started you on that road, and and we. We were going for a while and then uh you were just like no i can't do I it i can't do it and i'll be honest man you know you, you, smallville makes me emotional of course and it's hard to watch because if i don't want to be emotional damn it i don't want to watch it well, you're gonna be emotional but it man. does man it really pulls the heartstrings it hits home it has damn good writing damn, damn good, good. Damn, good. <laughs> damn good character building um just 
the actors themselves really own those roles and whoever yes. wrote for them is just like they bring out these performances that are just at the time I don't believe was on CW man absolutely not and especially not in a comic book on screen whether yeah. it be film or otherwise um this was like the OG superhero TV show man you you totally avoided the question by the way <laughs> um it it it's definitely the the earlier seasons. Yes. Season one, Thank two, you. and three. Me too, man. It's Markiplier. It's 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 Paul Kent, but oh, of course, John family Kent. aspect. It's the family aspect, and it's Clark trying to figure things out. He's lost in this world, dude, and he doesn't even in the beginning doesn't even know that he's an alien, and he has to find out and deal with all these powers along the way mm -hmm. and it's just so cool because you've never seen that iteration done before in all iterations of superman they always skip over that part and yes. then he's superman <clears throat> um probably my favorite aspect if i had to just highlight one thing on what smallville did um was the relationship of lex and clark man something that I never thought was a thing. You know, you have these two arch nemesis. Yeah. And to realize they were best friends. It is a mind fuck in itself, dude. And to see their journey throughout the years on how they ended up arch enemies. Go from friend to nemesis. Crazy. That's, Bro. And it's so elegantly done. It's such a long character arc but you see the reasons why Lex ends up being who he becomes I say a lot because of Clark a lot because of Lionel well, but yeah. if Clark had told Lex his secret riddle me this Batman would he have ended up being the evil Lex Luthor or would he have embraced Clark and said you know what I can thank, help you. Thank you for trusting me with yeah. this secret. Yeah. Because that, I, I believe Lex just wanted someone to like be close with. He had nobody, man. It was, it was always, he was always looking for like that little brother. And, and he even clones his dead little brother, Julian, yeah. and brings him back to life Crazy. because he has that need, man. He's always looking for that best friend. And uh, I'm going to be honest. We do have a lot of uh, great performances Oh, yeah. But I don't think Smallville would be what it is without Michael Rosenbaum. Dude, best on-screen Lex, Lex Luthor. Best. Best Lex. I don't think he'll ever be beaten, honestly. Um, unless, like, you get, like, like I've always wanted Brian Cranston. To, um, of he, course. But, yeah. but then again, that would be a whole different type of Lex. But um, And you see, like, the different iterations. Kevin Spacey, pretty good Lex Luthor. Kevin um, Spacey's a weirdo. <laughs> but he was pretty good in that movie. Yeah, I guess. I now guess. fly. He, like, he had kind of that Michael Rosenbaum like well, I anger. Think, I think the Kevin Spacey Lex was heavily influenced by uh, uh, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Yeah, that's definitely. that Lex. That that kind of gangster. I'm I'm rich now yeah. type of uh, Lex. This Lex is a spoiled brat. He's he a manipulated, is. manipulated. Uh, just he gets what he wants, and. All the time. If if it's what Lex wants, he's going to get it. And it definitely is. Like, he does say in those later seasons, like, you didn't trust me? Yeah. 
Like, and that is, it pulls hatred out of them. After everything I've done for you and your family, you couldn't trust me. Your only, well, not only friend, but, you know, their relationship is something special. And uh, and, and we talked about it in the Christmas episode. My favorite, uh, one of my favorite episodes of Smallville is Lexmas. And it shows, <laughs> it shows the alternate universe in a way of yeah. what could be if Lex Luthor had made certain choices and if their friendship ended up being a little bit different, he would be a totally different person. He's a family man. Yeah. He's got a kid. Chooses a different path, but then in the end, he still ends up losing, what, Lana? He he was married to Lana because he always wanted Lana. Yeah. And then his kid is born, but she dies. And he's like, why would you show me this? Why would you show me this future where my wife dies? And then he literally chooses a different path, which leads him down the road to become the Lex Luthor that we all know. And uh, you, you'll see it if you watch the last episode. Do you remember when it showed Lex in his all-white suit oh, as yeah. the president? With the glove, the With black the gl- glove, oh. and the rain, the blood rain. That was amazing. Um, but the what Smallville did for DC uh, TV shows and film... Uh, has impacted it so much and what's crazy is i swear man we'll watch anything dc related any dceu movie or anything like that and you're like that actor was in smallville oh 100 percent. that actress is from smallville and i'm like what and you're like yeah season two episode 13 <laughs> that actress is yeah. on smallville and i'm like no way i do that a lot man and yeah they they a lot of them came from this show dc and- actors have all been from Smallville, honestly, <laughs> like over 50%. They just recycle them, yeah. They just give them different roles. Like I think even in Man of Steel uh, with Zack Snyder, Doctor, uh, he's not a Mill Hamilton, but he plays a Mill Hamilton in Smallville, but then he's a scientist in Man of Steel. Yeah. And I was like, that's a Mill Hamilton. But then yeah. you got the other version of a Mill Hamilton right next to him, and I'm like, well, that was a <laughs> yeah. that was a missed opportunity. Yeah, but um, but that happens a lot. You see a lot. Uh, I think Zack Snyder was maybe a fan of Smallville. Oh, he, of course, and he was, he was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna take pick and choose these little guys. I think the guy who calls uh Superman Superman for the first time in Man of Steel, mm-hmm. he's a uh, I think he's a villain in Smallville. Yeah, yeah, he's one of the. Uh, I think he's the Iceman or he's something. But there's just so many characters and so much Superman lore in Smallville. A lot. There's a lot to comb over, man. They they got Kryptonian language. They've got Zor-El. They've got Jor-El. They- <laughs> Zod. It's all... <laughs> the, the lost city of Kandor. It, dude, there is so much DC. Not just Superman lore, but DC lore. In Smallville, and and it's almost too much. Different kryptonites, different colors, and yeah, things of bro. And one thing that you always mention that you love about Smallville, you've mentioned it about every flipping movie, <laughs> but is the music. Oh, a hundred percent. It just ties. It puts. It's the bow on the present, dude. That music to that show. You go back and watch the earlier seasons, and it's very two thousands music. Very two thousands. It is a lot of two thousands. But music. at the end of every episode, where it's like a super emotional moment, they yeah. just hit this music, and it's like, oh, bro, they just do it really well. 
and there's a lot of like famous songs, a lot of Lifehouse in this in this show. I've noticed there's a lot, especially like Clark and uh, Lana's first dance, straight up Lifehouse song. One um, of the very first songs I ever put on my very first iPod was Remy Zero. Remy Zero. Somebody save me, man. Iconic. It's classic. It's probably to me one of the best um, TV show entrance songs. When that hits, you automatically know it's Smallville. Um, and being able to see Clark use all his superpowers. And one thing that was interesting what Smallville highlights is um, his heat vision. Awesome. <laughs> and Smallville, he oh, has no. to be sexually oh, aroused. No. <laughs> so when he's sexually aroused, the heat, it just like builds up. <laughs> just... I think the episode is called Heat. Where he first uses his heat vision. And they're in sex ed class. Sex ed class. And the new sex ed teacher walks in and she's smoking hot. And he's just like, oh. <laughs> I'll start some fire in the class. Worst season, I got to say, is if, there's a wor- if there is a worst season, is season seven. Season seven, yes. And it's the, unfortunately, that's a Supergirl season. It is. But it's also the end of Michael Rosenbaum being on the show. And I think... Um, they had well is when his contract ended and they had to push a lot in that season but some of the best parts about that show is season seven where lex finally embraces who he's gonna be kills his dad throws him off a building and basically that classic line where he says i am the villain of the story oh he embraces it right then and there i am the villain of the story lex and clark in the Fortress of Solitude, together. I'm definitely telling God about this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Michael. <laughs> One of the cool things about Michael Rosenbaum uh, awesome. is that you told me that um, on the set you, he has massive anxiety. Yeah, dude. Uh, if you go back and he has his own uh, show, his yeah. own podcast. And I really learned a lot about the actor, the man himself, um, behind the scenes that he struggles with anxiety. He wants to he wants to be so perfect when he's reading his lines. He says them over and over and over. And it's almost like a performance anxiety. Right. He's like, I have to be on all the time. I have to entertain. And I was like, well, that's like that's classic, like comedian actor like vibes. Like, you want everyone to love you so much that you're trying so hard, but it takes a toll on the body, the mm-hmm. mind. And I just learned a lot from his And that's uh, It's crazy show. because when he is on screen in Smallville, he just bull by the horn, dude. He, he, he. Yeah. I'm going to say he's he's always the best actor in the room. Yeah. Besides maybe Lionel. He, he's pretty Li- good. Him and actor. Lionel on screen together. He, he And it's just like the characters themselves because Lionel, like, you know, makes Lex so small because how yeah, big Lionel how big Lionel's is. ego is. And that, it's, it's so many good, just when it, Lionel and Lex are on screen, it's so captivating. When yeah. it's Lex and Clark, it's just so good. Dude, dude, they have so many classic scenes together. Some of my favorite is when Clark is the bad guy. When Clark is evil Clark, red kryptonite Clark, when Lionel and Clark switch bodies... He plays like an evil villain just so well. Yeah, and the and the and the craziest thing to, uh, when I had found out all those years later that uh, um, Clark uh, Tom Welling Tom Welling 
he and this was interesting because it was the complete opposite of what uh, character or what actors and actresses do now when they play a, a comic book character is they read and learn about the character they read a shit ton of comics and they try to get into the mind you know like heath ledger uh, he locked himself in his trailer. We had a stack of Joker comics throughout all the all the years, and he just had to get in the mind of the character from the source material. One thing Tom Welling did is he said, "No, if I'm doing if I'm playing Clark Kent, it's going to be my Clark Kent. Yeah, I don't want to be influenced by Christopher Reeves by previous by the comic lore yeah. and the source material, and that's crazy." He was definitely his own Clark, and he he will forever be his own version of Clark Kent. He will forever be Clark Kent. Yeah, even I mean in the in the multiverse, you even see him in there, which uh, is kind of crazy. They gave him I don't know if they gave him blue kryptonite or what, but he gave up his powers apparently, yeah. and he's just like a everyday person. <laughs> one thing one thing I love about uh, Tom Welling's Clark Kent is he's a beefcake. Oh yeah, he's big, man. And I want my superheroes to be beefcakes. And we were watching uh, Superman and Lois. Yeah. And it shows Clark Kent. And we looked at each other like, that's a great show. I, I love that show. But that rendition of Clark Kent compared to our Clark Kent, it was, he's like four foot tall, maybe 90 pounds soaking wet. I was like, bro, who is this? Like, what? It was just, just different, man. Yeah. And Smallville for me set the milestone, and they set it, they set the bar really high. And uh, well, the the final season it didn't end there. We had season eleven, which is the comic book form. Yeah. And I've heard rumors, rumors that they might be continuing. Smallville. I think uh, Tom Welling and Michael Rosenbaum, right? They want to get together and. What does it do, a, like an animated? An animated movie. So they want to voice the characters again? I would be amazing, Perfect. dude. But you got to have some good animation, man. Well, I mean, DC, as long as it's a you know, DC movie, which it will be, it, they do amazing animated films. But is it going to be like a CGI? No, nah, I'm is it sure gonna it's going like to be just... Comic book animation, or like yeah. what? I'm I'm well, interested. Like all the other Superman. I'm DC intrigued. Movies. I'm intrigued. I mean, if it's a comic book, if it's animated, uh, give it to me. You know oh. what I'm saying? We got. Uh, if it's Smallville, <laughs> give, give it, it to me. me. <laughs> um, you know, we got Lex didn't come back for the heroes or oh yeah, the days of future past. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. no, uh, no, no. Wrong universe. Multiverse, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, Clark and Erica, uh, they came back, uh, Lois Lane, um, and, you know, it's not the best, but it's awesome. Yeah, of course. And to see them on screen together just, one last time I was just, pretty cool. I just didn't like the fact that uh, our Clark gave up his powers. Well, but that see, that's another thing in Smallville is he always wanted to be normal. He chose that was always his thing. A he family. wished he could be normal. He chose his daughters, yeah, and his wife over being Superman because he knows if he's Superman, he's immortal. He's gonna outlive, and that's something that they showed in Smallville is his worst nightmare. His future is endless, and it's just a circle of gravestones all around him. One of my favorite uh, adaptations of Superman is when uh, his kingdom come. Yeah. Where Lois is dead, yep. uh, his mom, his dad, all gone, and he's living in this uh, giant facility 
Uh, it's kind of like Kong in Godzilla vs. It's like Kong. a hologram. It's a hologram of the Kent farm. And he does not want to leave that. He knows it's fake. Yeah. But he'd rather live. In that moment. In that time where that was the only time he was happy. Yeah. And Superman, man. Once you start realizing that about... Everyone's just like, oh, Superman. You know? It's like, no, dude. You, you understand who Superman is. And Smallville puts the emotion behind all of that, dude. All of that. Yeah. Mom can't. Pa can't. Oh, Jonathan talk a little bit Martha. about Jonathan, man. Jonathan, especially his death scene where he dies and he's dying in Clark's arms oh. and he's having his heart attack because he chose to protect Clark's secret. Yeah. Dude, it's just such an emotional part and Clark has to bury his father. Yeah. As like, bro, it's everything that he learned up to that point on how to be a man because he couldn't rely on Jor-El. Jor-El was like an enemy to clark our version of clark and his dad was jonathan yeah taught him everything and that even continues up until the very last episode he visits jonathan's gravestone yeah yeah i'm telling you man you gotta watch it dude (laughs) and 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 martha can't mate i remember that episode when it showed the cape the red cape dude oh my goodness his mom made it for him too yes dude. yeah and dude. it's so much and you know I'm, I'm i'm so happy we sat down and talked about it and smallville brother smallville will always live on because we will always hold on to smallville oh, it's always in our hearts man yeah and uh season 10 i, I gotta do it man we will. Sit down and, yeah, we will. I'm only going to watch it with you. Together. Together. <laughs> and now, thanks to you, um, one of my annual Christmas things was last Christmas and will be every Christmas is Lexmas. Oh, man. you got to enjoy Lexmas. It's, it's, a, you know, it's a short episode, and that's always going to be something I play during Christmas time. And I think there's a lot of... Uh, there's so much in Smallville to unpack. I mean... Justice Society, Justice League, yeah, walking man. away from explosions, Watchtower, um, everything. It, this show has it all, and I can't wait to share with you some more of my favorite episodes. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk in about the future. it in the Watchtower, yeah. and we're gonna be going over every single episode. No, oh, I can't wait, man. Here's to the future of Smallville. Here's to the future, brother. Well, man, that was a lot of fun as we reflected back over 10 years, 10 seasons of Smallville. From the Kent Farm to the Fortress of Solitude, from Pa Kent to Jor-El, all roads will always lead back home to Smallville. Man, it was a blessing for me um, to talk to you, to sit down and go over the origin stories of our friendship, the origin stories of our favorite fictional character, the man, the myth, the legend, Clark Kent, Superman, Cal L. The red, blue, blur. Man, and, and there's so much more to talk about. I can't wait to talk more Smallville with you, Josh. And we've said it before, but we might not be talking about Smallville in the dojo. Where are we going to talk about it then, man? The Watchtower. And until next time, friends, stay nostalgic on that eternal quest to get back to the basics. And remember... In this dojo, in this watchtower, we always hold hold on on to Smallville. Smallville.